Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Chat of the Wild is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. To find out more information, as well as other great shows, go to greenlitpodcast.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. Gaiden. In this season, we are playing through Ocean Horn, Monster of Uncharted Seas. In this episode, we're beating that game. Hooray! Finally, we we collected the shapes. I honestly like. I feel like I'm patronizing it like really bad, but like I don't know. We we are going to these things. They are gods in these golden shapes. Mm-hmm. No, not those ones. And <laughs> that is what we are getting at the end of it. And then it basically. I don't know. Let's talk about like some revelations we've had before we get into this, I guess, right? I mean, the so, revelation that Breath of the Wild stole some things from this game. <laughs> well, uh, again, we're not getting to that. We're doing, we're, I'm still talking previously on Oceanhorn. Uh, so we were, we're a kid. Our dad left us. He's fighting this monster. We traveled around. We blew some stuff up. We collected some shapes. This is, we found out. This is what? an allegory for alcoholism? <laughs> our kid our dad left he's fighting some demons um he's off he's We're a, following he's a, in his footsteps he's a musician you know he's got a flute he, he plays in a band <laughs> which which so, let's clear can we clarify right now when did our dad leave like he left like forever ago um because he left La- us that journal and we went to the island the hermit island a train and everything so yeah it's been a minute we don't know how Just long been it had been between him going out on the A Link to the Past stormy night and us waking up as a vagabond on the Hermit Isle. So they they pitch it as we are how we have been training probably since our dad left with the Hermit, right? Like, like yeah. that was kind of like the the follow through on that. That he left us, did all that stuff. He knew the Hermit saying, "Go train with him." Yeah, so we've been doing training with with the Hermit. Probably, let's say a couple months, and then and then our mom's necklace at some point was like, "All right, we don't have time for this. I'm gonna go float across the island and lead him to the sword and the shield because the hermit's taking a while, and we don't have right. that kind of time." Yeah, the hermit even said, "Yeah, the hermit said like you weren't ready for this, but here we are." Um, we go through all of this stuff. We blow some things up. We talk talk to some shapes. We meet some interesting characters. We blow things um, up that can't be blown up because we don't know what to blow up. Because we have no idea because it all looks the same. Um, we eventually get onto a floating island. We find out that that's where our mom came from, that this is kind of the, the source of uh, all of the trouble in this world, is that everything was at peace for a time. Someone that lived on this island, uh, turns out that was the Mes- Mesmeroth guy or whatever, um, or something like that, that he wanted to do take over the world all that so he threw everything in disarray and that caused all the the monsters to attack everything and destroy all this stuff um, uh, divine beasts our divine beasts basically yeah um there was a war that ensued where all but one monster was destroyed mm-hmm. and so that is sort of where we are left off in this world we collected all our shapes and we are going to defeat oceanor that that is our goal uh, that is, we are following in our, our dad's footsteps. Mm-hmm. They got that, that generational trauma at. angle. Yes. And here we are. We got our shapes. We're ready to do that. Now, Brian, I don't think before this you had your coral short no, sword, I, I, or you didn't bring it up. I did not. Um, I had gone to the island. I just, uh, I, I was like, I need to get, I need to get somewhere else. I'll come back and check this island out later. It doesn't seem like there's anything cool here. Um, turns out there was a sword there. Also, I was expecting that coral sword, uh, maybe because we had just played a game with a coral earring. I was expecting it to be, you know, sea-like or jagged or rough. Uh, no, it is a very pristine, beautiful sword. Um, 
so the coral that they use to make it, I mean, they're pretty good. They're really good. I, I commend the uh, not Zora Zoras uh, on their handiwork. Yeah, it takes I mean, a lot of folds. They sent their <laughs> finest craftsmen. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. the crowning achievement of their race. So I, I think so. Um, I mean, and then Thorn the Brave killed Sea Lork, which you're right. You guys are right. That was a really awkward all jarring cut to here you grab the sword out of the head of sea lork um but he only had one in him he was like all right that's it i'm not going after ocean horn now that's some other family's problem here's the sword if we'll, you need it we'll find out that all of these monsters apparently have the same weak spot like <laughs> um it, it's just in the top of their head because that's where it was before. It's uh, yeah. perfect for like pedestals. It's very Zelda-like, right? You put it in there. That's where it's going to fall. And that's where it's going to stay for a thousand years. Yeah, and it's perfect. It, it makes steps up to it for the next hero to just easily walk up to it and pull it right out. One of the four legs is gonna, you know, gonna land in such a way that it'll be easy to climb up on top of it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, yeah. When they're designing, it, they're like, "Why? Why are there stairs on this leg? Don't." <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about no, it. No, no, no. That goes with the right leg. The stairs are on the right leg. You're building the left leg right now. Get the right. Y- Did you open the wrong Lego bag? Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Anything else before we... we? Because uh, I'll be honest, what we have in this episode is very short. So mm-hmm. I wanted to just wrap everything up as, as neatly as I could for this game. Uh, before we talk about like our actual de- our feelings on it. So... Um, I- I, I think we I think we might have touched on it at the end of the last episode, but I did go back and get the um, go look through the telescope to see the graveyard. Mm. Uh, so I got the I spell in the yes. graveyard, uh, mm-hmm. which I don't know how early you could get this, but it seemed odd to give us a heal spell so late in the game. Um, and I also uh. hate that instead of just healing you, the heal spell you have to stop everything freezes and you have to point it at yourself. Uh, right? Who else you? are you going to heal? I mean, it just works like all the other spells. But yeah, you would think that hitting the button would just heal you as opposed to, okay, well, I'm dying, but now I can still get hit because I'm in a slowdown while I try and target myself. Maybe you can also highlight the skeletons and the undead and you can damage them that way. Final Fantasy. I don't think there's light and dark magic. And I don't think there's holy magic against undead. Stuff. But you don't know. I don't so know. I'm you're gonna right. Assume because I've only ever going to go back. Yeah. Huge like... waste of time. Huge waste of time. <laughs> I, uh, I've only ever accidentally healed myself. Actually, I think by the end there, maybe there were a couple intentional ones. But yeah, I didn't. Maybe the hand just starts out on you. No, because I I've healed no. myself accidentally no. before. So. I mean, it's, I don't think it's consistent. Yeah. And, and I don't know how early we can get to this point, uh, to the graveyard, because I discovered it through the telescopes, but I know the telescopes also pointed to other areas that you could discover earlier yeah. in the game. And the final puzzle to get to um, the cure spell, there's a section where you just you had to jump over a gap, and you can either jump over mm. the gap with the rigger's boots, or there's a switch you can hit that'll raise a platform so you can walk over it, which makes me think you could get here before you got the Rickers boots. Mm. It's possible. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just figured you would have had to use the telescope to discover the island, but maybe there's someone else that's like, hey, there's a graveyard over here. Yeah. Possibly. Maybe if I mean, you... They, they, oh, no. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, who knows? But I did the same thing. Uh, I went onto the island, went back there, because I knew Brian had mentioned the graveyard. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, so here's the thing. I went and fought Oceanhorn. He cleaned me up. And then I was like, all right, let's see if I can level up another time and also like buy all those healing things and like refills and all that stuff. And then also, I think Brian said there's something useful in the graveyard. Mm. And so I went and did did that stuff after the fact, um, which did help immensely. I, I mean, we'll get to it, but like, I don't know if you guys had trouble fighting him too i mean yeah oh, we're um, gonna talk about it uh, <laughs> okay. um but yeah i went and collected 40 of those bloodstone things too got my spell literally never used it i mean i uh, used it to to see what it was and it's wild yeah uh, uh, i only needed like I, two more stones so i didn't even bother with it i I had like 35 and I was like, oh, I think 35 is the number. And then I like looked it up and it was like, oh, it's 40. 
No thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, um, because I I was looking for stuff to spend because I never hit that two grand for the um the achievement on Tikarel, and so I I bought the radar, and then I like. Yeah, bought a couple more things and and hit it, and I was like, eh, I guess I'll go find a couple more of these stones. I guess I don't know. Uh, I had mentioned before about how I wanted to level up to see if that was going to help me, mm-hmm. and then I went and looked up a a list of the Ooh. unlocks that you. Oh, I'm interested in this. Uh, so I ended it at level twelve. Okay, same. Um, I was which thirteen. Gave me- 13. So 13, you get the upgrade to the Coral Saber, which when you have full hearts, it shoots a laser or mm-hmm. projectile thing. Didn't use there. it. Yeah. Uh, level 14 is Master, and it uh, the Cure spell will heal three hearts instead of two. That'd be nice. I I got to a point where I'm like, that isn't nearly as useful like in the time it would take me to level up there. Though. I mean, no. I mean, t- two wasn't that great. <laughs> Level 15 makes you the arch uh, archmage, and your destructive spells now do more damage. Mm. Again, but never really use those. They don't take less mana? The, nope. Mm. The only time I use those spells is on the enemies that I have to use those spells on. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Level 16, which is the cap. Oh, is we're legend. still going? Oh, that's yes. the cap. Okay. Uh, legend, which gives you 99 arrows and 99 bombs. Cool. I mean, I could have used more the bombs, end. I guess. PC. <laughs> yeah, if you could see my face when he said that, just the <laughs> flabbergasted. Take it, it back. So, we go, uh, after all of this stuff, um, we get on our boat, and the hermit whispers to us, you ready to fight, Ocean Horn? Or are you? Yeah. You go he, get ready. Says, go like, fire monster, buddy. Go get ready. Get your stuff. Get everything put together, and he yells and at me multiple him. times because I was I was running I was running around the world yes. like getting stuff. He's like, "Go get go get prepared," and I was like, "Okay, I'll go check out some things. I need some firestones. I want to get that spell and stuff." And then after like a few islands later, he's like, "No, seriously, you should get stuff from Go Get Ready." And I'm like, "I am. What do you what What do you want from me?" Okay, all right, whatever. Literally, the world is waiting on you. Right yeah, now. yeah, I get it. Dad's over there playing his flute, keeping Ocean Horn sleepy. So we get an island unlocked. Um, it's it's sort of the final island. We go all the, the way over there. Forsaken Fortress or whatever. Whatever. <laughs> um, it's it's pretty straightforward. Uh, there isn't a lot of enemies. Uh, there's like one or two enemies in there or something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> before you before you get into there, but you also just randomly find a flute on the ground. Mm-hmm. Now, I forgot that my dad is a flutist. Oh yeah, and so when I saw the flute, I was just like, "What is this garbage?" Mm-hmm. And I started playing it, and it's like nothing was happening. I'm like, "Okay, I don't remember this at all." Yeah, it's pretty um, forgettable. I also, I also had the realization I may not have beat this game before, even though I got the platinum trophy, because I don't think you needed to beat the game to get the platinum <laughs> trophy. <laughs> what? Um, and I think I stopped. I can't remember though because they, they forgot this, to put that in the mobile d- port and uh, the mobile version. This battle was not. It, I I don't remember this. Well, I, so, I I walked in and I saw there's a there's a shot where you're going up the stairs, and the way that they frame it is they kind of they have this angle where it shows the background and there's a bunch of those spinning fans in it, and I'm like, oh, awesome, more of that, please, more hitting fans, <laughs> and then I was just like, dad. Dad, did you? Yeah. Dad, did you play this game when? Did you have to play this game too when you were a kid? Because this game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Which it doesn't suck, but I was like, I am not looking forward to another dungeon full of hitting fans. And luckily, that was not the case. But then also, there no. wasn't another dungeon. So we get a cutscene. Our dad's laying there. And he's just like, <laughs> I finally my made it. I dropped my recorder. <laughs> Which is why I had us establish when our dad left, because it's like, how long has he been sitting here, like, injured, half dead? That's, that's the, the Princess Zelda from Breath of the Wild thing, where he's there to, like, appease Oceanhorn until we can make it, or keep Oceanhorn sedated, or whatever he was doing. I don't know. And I think there's a, I want to say there's a cut scene that we might have 
just skipped over where he explains, or maybe it's the voiceover when we get to the island. Yeah. He explains oh, yeah. yeah, that's a lot. So Oceanhorn is like control was controlled by like Arcadia's like best greatest knights. So all of the the these living weapons, these living fortresses were controlled by one of Arcadia's best knights. One of the uh, champions. And we are descendants of these knights. So the whole thing is like when our mom came back to fell to earth or fell to the ocean, it awakened Oceanhorn and Oceanhorn is like Aww. like looking for the bloodline that controlled it. He's looking for us. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and it, it's <laughs> we're just gonna get these lore dumps at the end too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about the very I, end. I want to know but, about the uh, the um, th- is there a, a journal that his dad wrote to be like, okay, so now once you're the adult guy, you gotta go to this island and play a flute for a while while your kid runs around the world. So is there is there another? <laughs> <laughs> helping uh uh thing that he was following along and he's like make make sure you write a notebook for your kid someday <laughs> yes and feel free to just copy all this stuff yeah you know it's, it's cool the puzzles don't change <laughs> um, there's a lot of fans it's weird <laughs> some windmills so, too our dad basically says that that he's been uh fighting oceanhorn keeping him down here, all of this stuff, but he can't do it anymore. And he's like, but you need to just save yourself. You got to get out of here. And then Oceanhorn, or he says something about like, he's going to, he's going to hit you with this death ray. (laughs) Yep. He says first though, like, look, when this is all over, we're going to go to your mom's grave and we're going to tell her all about your adventures. And then Oceanhorn wakes up and he's like, Nah, dude, just get out of here. I'm going to die. <laughs> Never mind. And I'm like, what about talking to mom? What happened to that plan? That plan just immediately goes out the window. So so there's like the story, the game hints at an explanation for this, like what happened with him, but you don't see it. You don't understand until the second phase of the the final boss battle. So we can talk about it when we get to there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So boss battle starts. Um, Oceanor, this giant monster takes up the majority of the screen. Uh, you have very little room to move around in here. There's a lot of choke points. Mm. Um, his, he has this laser that he shoots at you, his death ray, which you can't outrun. You really have to block it and your block uses up stamina, which drains very fast. Yeah. So if you don't know exactly what you need to be doing here, you're going to take a lot of damage very quickly. The the laser doesn't. Uh, it, it will only stop if it hits you or you figure out what to do with it. So you either yeah. get hurt or you know what's going on. And then, and so go ahead. I would add that um, he can also shoot bombs at you. Oh yeah, which will do like I think mm-hmm. two hearts of damage. Mm-hmm. Um, it's devastating. And before this fight, just to spend money and get like the spending two thousand dollars achievement, I went and I bought all every one of the like backup items. I bought the new heart. I bought like the thing that re gives you health when your health hits zero. Fun fact: Re-gives. that gives you one heart. Yeah, one heart. Health. One heart. One health. heart. Uh, Not healths. Mm. Not healths. Plural. Health. You get a single unit of health. What's up and, with that? I don't. Yeah, we haven't talked about that yet on this season. What's Which, up with that? I have because I hadn't used it. I haven't used it since since this battle. Like I mean, this is the first time it I says it, it in the description, and I was like, I'm gonna pass on that. <laughs> That's not useful at I, all. I was like, there's no way it's like. I was like, this is gonna be a fairy. This is essentially a fairy. It is not a fairy. It just gives the, you one heart, and it's like, why did I spend money on this? Why did it, I even it, try? It'd be nice if, like, there was also a potion thing that you could have. So you'd be like, oh, man, I did not expect to die right there. I'm glad I still have the one heart thing. I'm going to drink this potion now. No, no, you you are still expected to uh, be responsible for the other hearts on your meter or whatever. And you, right. can, you can definitely cast a cure spell, but hope That's that you true. can move the cursor over to yourself before the death laser gets to you or a bomb explodes right next to you. I, I had yeah. this 
I used it, uh, the first time I used it was during the water dungeon final boss, which took me forever. And, uh, yeah, and, like, that didn't help me at all. Thanks, game. I'm glad I wasted money on that. Yay. Uh, so, what we have to do in this first phase is we have to redirect Oceanhorn's death, death ray to his legs, uh, which, again, yeah. I talked about this in a previous episode, guiding those lasers, deflecting them is, it just doesn't seem right because you don't actually like, you don't actually get to see like the angle that your shield is. As soon as you get hit, it locks on and there is just an exact degree that it moves. And Mm -hmm. basically you need to be on the opposite leg that you want to hit in Mm -hmm. front of him. But doesn't it, it starts like, it doesn't matter where you are. It starts the reflecting like center when you when you start reflecting it. So like if you're something like that. If you're off to yeah. the side, it's just gonna go right back to his face and you have to keep moving to the left or to the right. And so yeah. like you might as well try and start in the middle to make it easier. Sure. If the and laser again, would be cooperative in the first place. Yeah. Uh this this room also has some glitches in it too. Like there's a, there's a few things that I ran into where like I couldn't see his laser. Yes, that. And then also I couldn't see my shield properly, so I wasn't sure. I was I was worried that it wasn't going to deflect. It did fortunately, but just something broke there. Mm-hmm. When you do hit his leg, you then have to run over to that side and hit this like glowing piston looking thing on the side. The conveniently yeah, dude, bo- it conveniently has the uh, the frost spell logo on it. To be like, you should use the opposite. Pull out your Charizard. Oh, is that how you did? I just ran up and hit it with my sword. I just hit sword. it. Oh, okay. I thought it was trying to tell us, like, hey, use fire on this ice thing. Because that's I hey, used fire works, on it cool. and it worked. Cool. Uh, I, so, was save, I was trying to save my magic for yeah, hearts. But yeah, I guess Because uh, you can only use it twice. And so uh, I got into situations <sighs> where I was like, oh, great. This mandatory spell. I thought it was mandatory. So... It's like, now I got to go throw pots and get hit by lasers and bombs until I can find a magic uh, or a mana honey pot, whatever it is, jar of honey, and uh, yeah, and keep going. You do both sides. The giant sun spits out of his mouth, and mm-hmm. you hit it a few times. Yep. Um, as you do that, he will start sending more bombs at you, and the bomb's like, you just got to keep your shield up that whole time. You like that's the only way because those bombs, if they he will chuck them and they they will lock onto you the same way that you can lock bombs onto other enemies. Mm-hmm. Like they will just hit you straight on and take some damage. Some some hit scan bombs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we go and do that enough times, and that will finish him for phase one. Ta-da! Before we get to phase two, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we get back, we're gonna finish the game for reals. Hi, we're Ellen, Steven, and Mark, hosts of Nice Games Club, the show where nice game devs talk gaming and game development. Topics include programming, design, tools, and more. We also do interviews and one of our game jams. Listen to Nice Games Club wherever you get to your wherever you get to your podcast. You get there <laughs> or at nicegames.club. Hi, I'm Ray, and this is my friend Alex. Hi. And we do a show called No More Whoppers. Between us, we're as old as four RPG protagonists. And now Alex will give us a funny anagram for the name of the show. Uh, big old knockers. Uh. Join us every month or so on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Okay, so we're at phase two. We finish them off. Everything seems fine, right? We're, that's it. But then we go outside, and it's not it. And he's oh, no. over there, and suddenly Mesmeroth is back because, of course, we didn't deal with Mesmeroth. We just fought the the, the ocean horn, the monster thing. I mean, so yeah. that wouldn't wrap it up anyway. So, so I think the insinuation here is that when the the guy re- resurrected Mesmeroth's soul up on the Sky Island, Mes- and we fought like Phantom Mesmeroth or whatever. As soon after that fight, Mesmeroth went and possessed Oceanhorn, and then, as a result, our dad couldn't hold it off any longer. Okay. Sure. I'm assuming he was like keeping it at bay with the flute, or like just keeping it in place. Um, sure, I, I I can go along with that. Um, as good as theory as any. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. Without giving it away, um, 
Did either of you figure out this on your own? Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, okay. I didn't. How long <laughs> it took? That's another story. Yes. It took so me two or three the- cycles, and I was like, oh, yeah, we just, yeah, uh, of course. Because I, I tried to use the secret item on the last cycle, the last fight. And I was okay. like, all right, this doesn't do anything yet. And then I just completely forgot about it because that fight took me a while. Yeah. So the way this works is that uh, Oceanhorn, possessed by Mesmeroth, will follow us around. But we do have those fan things that we've been talking about that you can knock it with your sword and they'll turn on and off. Mm-hmm. This time they actually do something like consistently. All of them on there are important. Yeah, they kill you. What you Immediately. Did, they, did you? Can they hurt damaged? you? Oh, if you walk into them, you immediately die. Full health. Oh, I no never. What. I never oh. got hurt by one. <laughs> yeah, I accidentally like because the, because once uh, once you hit if you hit two of them, it creates a like a uh, current of electricity between them, and if Oceanhorn mm-hmm. steps into it, it disables him, and out pops the is that like the mechanical robot man, the dark was, disciple. The, the shadow, whatever. yeah, the shadow uh, well, disciple yes. pops yes. out, and uh, that you know that's been sort of on and off on our tail throughout this game. Well, he blew up, but he's back now, which was yeah confusing. Which I think yeah. so is are we to understand that it is also a robot? I don't oh. know. I think so. Maybe, but uh, yeah. So then you have to fight that guy for a while. Which, but you have the thing is, is that it's it's being possessed by Mesmeroth, yes. like Psychomantis style. Like so that, you see him just floating <laughs> right behind him, and uh, that's why yeah, I'm wondering it if it's t- a machine because Mesmeroth uh, possesses machinery or something, and so maybe he's been possessing him the whole time. Either way, in possible in why fighting not? that guy from time to time, I stepped into the current on accident, and Ooh. all health wiped out. All of it. That's a bummer. That's realistic. <laughs> does it make you restart from the first lives. phase? No. Thank no, it God. does not. You start back down in the chamber where Oceanhorn was with some pots that will let you get your health back. And then you step outside well, and then good. it starts again. Okay. Okay. That's that's not that's not horrible. No. You no, know, no. even even the, the greatest games of all time will lock you far behind mm-hmm. where if you die, you do have to do a whole bunch of stuff over again. Well, especially so because... This... That, that is a quality of life. Yeah, and, and especially not that bad because what you really have to do in this section it takes like five seconds. It's, you know, once again, it's that it's... adventure game thing where if you know what you're doing, it'll take you like five yeah. seconds. Yeah. Uh, so you basically, you got to trip uh, Oceanhorn with the electric currents. Um, Shadow Guy, controlled by Mesmeroth, pops out. You can just fight him. You can chug bombs at him. You can do all that. He'll take damage. But if you just let him die, he just goes back into Oceanhorn and you start all over again. Mm-hmm. I'm controlling it. Uh, yeah, Mesmeroth <laughs> yells something. I'm in control. It's the same voice sample every time. <laughs> yes. Uh, also, while he's happening, also while this is happening, the little uh, robo crabs or whatever mm-hmm. uh, appear around you too. So, what you got to do? is use the item you were just given. The item that I just completely ignored. Even when I got it, I was just like, what is this piece of junk? Mm-hmm. The flute. The magic flute. Recorder. Uh, the recorder. The recorder of the seas. Don't even call it a clarinet um, or anything like that. You know, it's a recorder. <laughs> and But you have to wait until he's saying, I'm controlling it or whatever right. it is. Um, because... That is what, uh, now that we talk about it, even at the time when I was playing it, I was just like, why are they making me do this flute thing? But as we're talking about it, I'm like, all right, that's been like our dad's thing is that's, that's how he's been controlling Oceanhorn up to this point Mm -hmm. is through that flute. So yes, we do that. Except now you, instead of playing the sleepy song, we can play the, I'm, I'm the, the fight song, the fighty stuff. (laughs) The headbutt song. Right. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, Oceanhorn and... has one slot open, and uh, uh, Mesmeroth has vacated that slot. So now we can use our song to plug in our USB and take over. Right. We we we've paired our flute with yeah. Oceanhorn, 
and uh, now we have we have full control over him. And Mesmeroth is just like, no, how can this happen? I was supposed to be the evil king of the world. Like, it's so cheesy. And it's it's like, so our dad has, I think, I think the voice actor that did our dad, great job. But every time he popped in, it was kind of like jarring because it was just, it was so like heavy whenever he would talk about this stuff <laughs> in the middle of us just like bumping in on our boat and like walking around and like killing these little crabs and stuff like that. Um, but so when Mesmeroth starts gonna talking, murder the whole world, kid. <laughs> it's like an Indiana Jones that's seen too much. It's like <sighs> crummy Bastion, oh, huh? It's like a crummy version of Bastion, like like <laughs> Never sure, Ending Story yeah. Bastion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, no. Well, okay. Uh, did you go? Oh, uh, real quick, did you guys go back to your home, your home island? Yes. Not this week, I don't think, because I had, it was like, you've got 94% of everything at home, and I was like, that's good enough for me. There, So if you go back, you you can find your mother's grave, and there is a sign next to it that says something along the lines of, uh, there's nothing more painful than loving something that can die, or something like that. Or loving something death can touch. <laughs> yes, and I'm like, oh my god! I mean, that's slightly more poetic, but still, yeah, it's, that's just, that's not great. It's so dark! <laughs> Don't ever but love, it, so, yeah, I'm surprised there aren't, like, a bunch of just, like, uh, there's, like, an addendum with, like, the drunk things that our dad wrote in the back of the journal. They're just like, Don't ever love... Don't ever fall in love. It's just nothing but pain, man. <laughs> I, I, I loved your sky mother so much. She fell into my arms. But then the Mesmeroth came back. And, and just don't. Don't do it. Someone give me my flute. I can flute. <laughs> I, I got I'm not that drunk. Song. My heart has a song. Anyways, back to where we were. Uh, Mesmeroth is just like, no, how could you do this? I should be winning, all that stuff. And then Oceanhorn literally headbutts him off of a cliff. Whoa. Um, also, well, oh, no, no, wait, hang on. Are we missing something? We skipped something. Okay, Our so there was a part. Our dad stuck a, a sword in, yes. in Oceanhorn's head and was like, deliver the final blow. And oh, yeah. That's when Mesmeroth. Because he got that led into the second cliff. phase. He he got knocked into the water and like all only yeah. his hat was left. It, they're, yeah, old old Indiana Jones. Yes, uh, that was the end of the first phase, leading into the second. Then mm-hmm. he stabbed him in the head, and then he said, "Deliver the final blow." But then we just like stood there for a while, and then we had a fight with him. Like it didn't feel. I was waiting for something like a Zelda where we would come up and deliver the final blow. Mm-hmm. Instead. We tripped him with electricity and played the a final flute. blow. You're playing the recorder. Oh, shut up! Damn, shut up. son. <laughs> no. no, we figured it out. That is too. That is too much. No, I do not allow that. That is uh. Then um, you do not allow Oceanhorn, Monster of Uncharted friend. Sea. I hey, we we are too far along for me not to allow this. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, again, jumping back to where we were, um, Oceanhorn butts him into there and then just like explodes. Like Oceanhorn blows up, blows up Mesmeroth with him, and then he doesn't get to hang around like Sea Lork, right? He just gets, he just blows up. No, he's just gone. He's just gone now. We don't need this um, anymore. And it is very slow. This is a very slow process of us just standing there looking over the cliff where our dad fell, mm-hmm. and then he's just like. Yeah. yeah, I'm fine. I'm gonna climb up. Yeah, I'm fine. over here. No grab worries. my hat. This is get my hat. This is like right. Last Crusade. Yeah, I went off with the tank, and yeah, just climb back. And these, then our dad sits us down and has a talk with us. The talk being all of the lore that happened before this game started. And and he start his first line is, "I figured it all out." <laughs> like, <laughs> this is all right. I all right. I think I got it now. <laughs> so he, this is this is all uh conjecture basically i so he basically says like we kind of hinted at a lot of this stuff of that these machines were vehicles and there were legendary warriors that controlled them and all of this stuff um but then he's he's just saying a lot of the stuff that we kind of already knew about like mesmeroth was bad but the thing that like really corrupted him is that he merged his body with machines yeah. to try to live forever. So we we heard about Archimedes 
uh, throughout this game sometime, you know, from here and you know, here and there. And so mm-hmm. Archimedes is the one who was like, yeah, this forbidden magic stuff, we need these to protect us. So I don't care that this magic is forbidden. So he merged technology and and blood and stuff together to create the champion beasts. And then uh, Mesmeroth saw that and was like, that's a really good idea. And he did that to himself with dark magic to become something that could possess machines and make himself immortal that way. And that's why I was thinking maybe that, that shadow guy with the episode one face uh was a machine that mesmeroth was controlling because mesmeroth can control machinery but he's dead we don't care how he came to be at this Uh, point like like it's just it's such a weird time to do this kind of lore dump because it's one thing if they did it just before there's been plenty of games shows movies all that stuff that you get a last minute villain right Mm. where everything was like leading to like there's this actual person in the background that's controlling all this stuff that we never really saw that maybe you could see hints of it beforehand this was just like we've we've known all of this stuff uh about him really just him being evil we kill him we blow him up he is dead he is gone then we start to actually learn about him, <laughs> but not even like in a way that like, oh, let's sympathize with him. You know, it wasn't one of those things where we're just like, oh, he wanted to save his people, his land and all this stuff. It was just like he was like, huh, that looks really good for my evil plans. Yeah. And that's all. That was his motivation. He had an idea and it turned out unlimited it power. Sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that that is the end of it. Um he ba- uh, our dad ends it by basically saying, "Let's rebuild the world. Um, all the monsters are gone. Let's do so Wind the fish Waker. people. Yeah, the fish people could go out now. This BC. game, this be happy game about steals that. from Wind Waker, and then Breath of the Wild steals from this game. <laughs> Cycle, man. Yeah. Hey, you know, they're just trading, trading ideas. And then, yeah, then the credits roll. Yeah, and we're just boating around. That's Jay the boat. end. Um, and maybe and that, we go see is... our girlfriend. Maybe not, but she was into us. Nothing really seemed to, from our end, really. I guess. I'm I'm kind of busy right now. I just don't have time for a relationship. Yeah. Rebuild the world and all. I've got to check out these islands. Hmm. Um, Let me know when the fireworks are back in town. I like yeah. those. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll hang out. That'll be our other. thing every year. We'll uh we'll hold hands and watch fireworks. Look, my family line's kind of messed up. You don't want to get involved in this, you know. <laughs> Oceanhorn monster of uncharted seas. That is the end of it. Yeah. BC, what do you think of this game? Ooh, um, let's start off with the good stuff. So I think good stuff, the idea is cool. Like the whole idea of, like, you know, you're killing the last of these like ancient living weapons that part's cool um the game itself looks pretty nice the music isn't bad um it's it's fine uh as for criticisms i think the game is somehow too long uh for (laughs) for what it is a lot of the puzzles like i mean it, it was, I mean, just pushing blocks. It was, it was a lot of just pushing blocks. And then also, I think my big thing is, at the end of the game, when I beat it, it was like, you cleared the game with 64% of stuff. And I just wanted to say, what's the other, like, 36%? What What is left to do? Uh, part of the reason Chests I didn't... full of arrows? I think chest, bloodstones, <laughs> uh, heart pieces. Yeah, I... I didn't feel like I feel like at the end of the game, you can get the Triloth spell, which you have to have 40 bloodstones to do, which you're probably at the end of the game if you do that. And there's no reason to use it. Like, there's one thing to do. Uh, it's the same with the cure spell, and the same with like when I got the um, same with the cure spell, and then uh, the same with something else you can get. Um, it's just it's the end of the game, and there's not that much to do. There's no reason to collect all the heart pieces. 
the ocean horn fight is frustrating but once you know what you're supposed to do you can technically do it in two rotations so like if you have a good run it's super easy to kill him in two cycles so i don't know what else i would do and there's no motivation to level past 12 like i played through the whole game and i didn't get anywhere close to level 16 or whatever the cap was and i just don't know why would you be motivated to keep playing the game that long i was already pretty bored with it by the time we got through the sky island so i'm glad it was a quick end but it's also weird that there's no dungeon you just show up yeah you fight ocean horn yeah and that's it i know it's brian or yeah yeah no that's it i mean the game was just meh all right all right brian what about you i mean yeah speaking of the uh the final spell uh it it's i don't know it's not like a, a shame that we don't we get it so late but i mean jeremy did you use it did you see what it does no <laughs> it's actually kind of funny it's uh it's the power of the triloth which i think started out as a good thing or no no the triloth was always a bad thing um but it creates this like void spear around whoever you cast it at and then they like get engulfed by the void spear, and then all of a sudden, like the little health or the uh, experience gem just floats out of it and goes to your head. <laughs> it's almost comic. <laughs> it's not meant to be comical, but it's hilarious. Just like what's going on in that cloud doesn't matter, kid. Here's your experience. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask. <laughs> don't Take ask. Your you crystals don't want to know. And leave. You don't want to know what dimension this leads to. Um, so that's entertaining at the very least. Um, but as far as the game's concerned, like it's, it's got, it's got just such, like, I, I keep comparing it to like overhead NES Zelda, Zelda clone stuff. Like it's real simplistic puzzles. It's a lot of pushing blocks or cats chasing each other around the apartment or, um, you know, uh, killing all the enemies in a room. Uh, instead of lighting torches, which there's a little bit of that, we've got hitting all the fans in a room, you know, like mm-hmm. activate all this stuff. It's real base level Zelda stuff. And th- I mean, that's fine, I guess. It doesn't really do anything too crazy with the Zelda formula. It just kind of uses a as a template to make a pretty simplistic phone game version of that that kind of genre if you will and that's fine it it's not it's not disappointing it's not you know too mind-blowing it's just it's fine it's fine the the combat is nothing to write home about the, the game's nothing to write home about but i wouldn't you know yeah i don't know i'm not gonna sit here and like oh this game sucks like you know it it's it's fine it's fine that that's that's where I am on this. Like for me personally, I just like these kinds of games. I I love these kind of games. You know, good and bad. The 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 kind of games that are these action adventures that have the hallmarks that we have, have associated with Zelda. Mm-hmm. You take any game that puts that in there, it's just my jam. Like regardless of like the quality of it, I I have played terrible games. And been fine with it. I've played there. There, I've played games that are widely adored, and just be like, I just don't like this game. I just don't. I, I'm just not into it. Mm. So for me in general, it's like I agree with everything you guys are saying, but I still like uh, on the meter. It's still moving towards like I like this game, um, just because it did what it was. It set out to do. I feel like in general. They didn't have grand ambitions for this game. They wanted to make a game. They wanted to do their own version of of a Zelda, um, and I think they I th- I think they did that. And I you know I I have no problem making fun of how corny it is sometimes, um, of how it's ob- it's obtuse in certain ways where it's like. I, they just said, you know, we do things this way, and then you go to the next area and expects you to do something else. BC, you mentioned before about we get um, the ability to summon stones from the sky, and then you see a target, and we can't actually interact with the target <laughs> because you need to get a different item for it. And 
you know, for me, I'm just sort of like, sure, that's just part of these games, but I get it. I get why that would annoy you. Uh, that's why, like, people will ask me about this game, and I'll be like, well, how much are you wanting a game that's like Zelda but isn't Zelda? Like, that, that is really the question for me, not so much of being like, oh, if you like this game, you should play this game. I just want to be like, how how desperate are you right now? Like, what <laughs> level are you at? Not to say that you have to be the most desperate to play something like this, but there's a level that you hit where I'm like, okay, there's probably a dozen other games I would say to play before this one, but at some point you could get to this one if you want to find, if you just want to play that genre of games. I, I, I think that that works for the original platform it was on. As a phone game, this is sure, a pretty yeah. successful Zelda knockoff. That you could play on the bus, you know, or like, like 2011. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's the other right. thing. You gotta give my weird playing weird. That is, uh, it's not, it's not quite like retro. It's like late retro, where this is like coming off, of, coming out of the end of, uh, you know, like Wii era kind of stuff. But then like early, that was still like early three six or mid three sixty era. Yeah, we're right? hitting the end of the that gen, but yeah. Yeah, so we still have, like, we still hadn't figured out a lot of those games yet. Like, it wasn't, honestly, I I feel like we didn't hit truly being able to, like, make solid games on, like, you know, a conveyor belt style thing of being like, we're going to make this kind of game and we can make one beginning to end that is just solid all the way through uh, until last generation. So we were still in that where a lot of people were just sort of like, we're still learning how to make games. We didn't have all these engines that we have now to make stuff as simple as possible mm-hmm. to where you can put something in there and it doesn't break. So Unity's you still had a lot of that ha- stuff. Unity's like, what, like less than five years old at this point? Eh, I mean, in, in in its current capacity, yes. I mean, I, but like even that you had like, you know, Unreal Engine. Yeah, like yeah. That. No, no, I know. Yeah. But like we're, we're but, getting into like, yeah, that, you know. There's there's be- starting to become more than just Unreal Engine and hey program it yourself, sort of mm-hmm. like that. Uh, it, it's the same reason I forgive a lot of old games uh-huh. because there's a lot of times where I'm just like there were five people working on this <laughs> and only th- and only two of them even knew how to make a video game before they started doing mm-hmm. this project. And so there's certain games. There's more than five people that worked on this. There's the you know looking through the credits. There were a couple dozen multiple um, composers, multiple triple mm-hmm. A named composers on this game. <laughs> right. That's where they spent um, all the money. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And and uh, yeah, and that's how I look at this. I'm just like I think they did a good job for what they were trying to do. I'm not, but I'm not going to go around and tell people they need to play this game and and i and i say that you know yeah music's fine it you know it's that uh uh chat of the wild gaiden you know special we we always say yeah music was great you know music's fine yeah, it's so rare that we, most of the games that we play i want to say there was maybe like one or two games that we played on here so far that i wasn't like i like this music uh-huh yeah <laughs> um but you know the music's fine until you think about like who composed it? And then I'm like, man, you've you've done some better work. I think you've done better work than this. This Here, might have been a, a weekend for the, you. Yeah, here's a complaint about the music. Every song is short. Uh-huh. Like, I want to say, like, the longest song is two minutes. Mobile game? And, well, it's just, and they don't, it doesn't do it in a way, um, you know, it, you, you can tell when it stops and starts again, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't blend. There's not a thing where it's like you can, you know, oh, it's it's hitting that. There is a there is a stopping point, and then you hear it start up again. Mm-hmm. Um, Zelda Zelda has a does that really well, where you can just it, it it it's a continuous song, even when it's looping, it doesn't feel like you stopped the song and started it over again. Yeah. It just feels like it's the background to everything. Memory's uh, weird. No, go ahead, BC. I was just gonna say maybe they just got a condo for like the weekend. Like they they had. Two days of his time, and they were like, or Uematsu, churn out as much as you can. <laughs> or Uematsu, not Kondo. Oh, sorry. Why did I think Kondo? Oh, legendary composer. That would be, <laughs> yeah. That would be. That would they're, be interesting. they're like best friends, aren't they? I, I, I feel like I heard that a long time ago. That could be just someone being like, no, man, they're just so they're such best friends. But you know, I could easily see they that go to the same thing. bar occasionally yeah. in Japan. They go to the right? music composer bar with uh, Hip Tanaka and and stuff. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, but th- that's the other thing is that, like, you know, it could just be that the memory was weird or they didn't realize how to loop the music. But memory in this game is weird. Um, when I first got to Tikarel Island, I was picking stuff up and throwing it around to be like, oh, let's let's start breaking things. Let's check out this island. And I think I think it was the first time we saw barrels because they don't break unless you throw them at like a torch or something. And so there's I some, think I know what you're going to say. There's some barrels near the pier and I threw them and they landed like in really weird spots and they're like hanging off a ledge, but they're just they're like at a an angle just that doesn't look right just hanging there and and since i never messed with them ever again because i was like i can't break those there's two barrels that are just ridiculous looking at the pier to tikarel and every time i get there i see them they're still hanging out there they're still in the same spot they're still like like a Coke can that's that's like, you know, 40% full that you can like lean on a table and when you're when you're, you know, eight and you're like, ha, look at that. Like it looks like that. And they're there for the whole game. And I'm just like, the memory in this game is weird. It remembers things that I throw for the entire game. And then like, you know, there's but then the music is really short. The I mean the enemies respawn and stuff like that. So like I don't understand like where the memory is going in this game. Here's the thing, Brian. It's not that at all because I have that exact same thing. Yeah. In the front of Tickerel, there are two barrels that are oddly shaped on there. And I believe that it's just the game. At some point, it's just like the barrels kind of move at some point. Oh, I thought I swear I threw those. Glitched. I swear I threw those. I've got at the very, <clears throat> the, what you're describing is the exact same on my game. And I did not do that. Okay. Okay. I was not chucking barrels around. <clears throat> like when I got to Tickerel, I knew what I was there for. And I never played around with it outside of like where they're monsters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm here for fireworks we, and that's it. Yeah. I, I don't think it's necessarily remembering what you did. I think the game is just sort of it's cracking a bit in certain areas as you go along. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I mean, I think, I think we've covered all of this. Um, I'm I'm slightly more excited to check out the prequel sequel. So, like I said, that was ocean horn monster of uncharted seas. I think we're going to be playing the sequel prequel, uh, that is currently only available on switch and mobile. Uh, though, if you have Apple Arcade, you do get that with it. So, mm. something to keep in mind. But, before uh, we get to yeah, that... I didn't play... Usually, I play things on their original hardware. Should I play it on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> no. The answer is no. Play it on my <clears throat> iPad. Before we get to that game, though, we got a Zelda game to play. Mm-hmm. And that is Phantom Hourglass for the Nintendo DS. Whoop, whoop. Um, this, yeah. this is one of two of the DS ones that most people don't like, um, from yeah. what I, from what I have heard, it, it is one of the black sheeps. But of they always, the they always bring up like for, at least for Phantom Hourglass, they always bring up this one thing about the game and I'm just like, yeah, <clears throat> maybe we will. Y'all have to listen though. Maybe. It's my favorite part um, about the game, but maybe. For the first episode of Phantom Hourglass. All you got to do is get to your boat. Don't necessarily leave that first island, but get to the boat. Meet back here, and we'll talk about it on Chat of the Wild. 